Beer? Well, I don't. I just needed to drink something, and all we have is beer in there. Are you gonna shotgun it? It's afternoon. When do I stop this music? Okay, it stops on itself. Oh, sorry. Okay, press stop. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm gonna keep my hands to myself. Hi, we're Diamond Realty Associates. I'm Aaron. Uh, I'm Trace. I'm Don. And I'm Amber. <laughs> and we're gonna have some fancy little music things <gasps> we're trying we said it last time too we're trying we're gonna get better at this last time i only <gasps> i had to i had to i'm oh, sorry hi. i only saved the sound effects last time and logan had to come in and fix it because our episode was just sound effects <laughs> well what are we talking about today who are we who's diamond realty associates we are diamond realty associates here at berkshire hathaway home services premier properties kind of good we are going to educate you on the market. We are going to bring you a market update today. Because who doesn't want to know more about the market? Did you know? That tastes funny. <laughs> That's good. What kind of beer is that? DNR. DNR. Um, I don't know if anyone's had beer. That was, or <laughs> you had a beer. That was an interesting beer. I'm going to stop talking now. You guys go ahead. <laughs> okay. Real estate update. Did you know? Did you know? Okay, guys. Talking market update. Who's got some information on our market? Our market's we'll getting hot. It. Well, okay, so what we're going to talk about today is we're going to explain absorption rates because we've tried to talk about them a little bit, um, and we will continue to talk about them, but we would just want you to understand what we're referring to when we say absorption rates, um, and we're going to go over what's currently on the market and how fast certain neighborhoods are selling or what to look for as a buyer and a seller. We've had some surprising shifts in our absorption rates this month. I thought the 200 to 299 price point um, increased in the months that they're sitting. It went from like two last month to four. Oh, you're right. It, did. it went mm -hmm. up. And it's even the one right weird. below it, 100,000 to or 160,000 to 199 was at one month. And it went up to two, which I find super surprising because it's a really hard to get somebody in that price point. But is this for the whole year? This, oh, yeah. this is from May 2017 to April 2018. So, so we'll post this image that we're looking at right now. Um, we've talked about before what absorption rates are, but basically it just has a summary of how many homes are for sale for a certain price, um, what the price ranges are, and then how fast they're moving, uh, when how fast they're selling and cumulative days on market. So it's really good for if you are a seller to know, is my house gonna sit for a little bit? Is it going to sell right away if I do everything I need to? And as a buyer, uh, are you gonna be need to be in competition with the house? So we average everything from the last year. So we're looking at last May uh, 1st to April 30th, and we're averaging those numbers out. So that's how we come up with how many months of inventory do we have? And that's how we break up these price points. Um, so it doesn't mean today essentially it just means over the last year so we're looking at trends and so when when you do look at it so amber was talking about price point of 200 to 299,000 um that actually bumped up because of the averages up until last month we were seeing those sell a lot faster now we're seeing them sit just a little bit longer on the market and the market can change from month to month which is why it's good to look at these every month so why do you think the uh, 160 to 199 has changed just for that last month. What was it before? One? One. Yeah. One. We were mm -hmm. one all the way up to 200. And as somebody who has buyers, I'm sure we all have buyers in that price point, but I had somebody finding multiple offers, multiple offers in this exact same price point, that number surprises me. 
it surprises me too because I've been looking for somebody in that price range as well. But I think maybe quality. Yeah. Okay. Perhaps. Yeah. Or they don't want that fixer upper that's in that price range. Or with the rates increasing, maybe they jump down to you know looking for something around one sixty or lower if they mm -hmm. if that was the tip of their price point as it was because we're still seeing homes from, uh, you know. 160 and under are are going really really fast so we are looking at the last 12 months our average days on the market sold are 63 days on the market that's averaging everything um and then active things that are still in the market they're averaging 101 days on the market our average sales price for everything is 219 right now for the fargo moorhead metro area and when Trace says those numbers, that's also including homes that are 500,000 and over. And we will see those sit on the market a little bit just because there's not that many buyers in that price point yet. That's why we buy a house yet. to get to that price point. <laughs> Goals. We're building up to that. <laughs> yep. Then I need a maid because I think if I'm going to be over $500,000, I'm going to have a huge house. That's I don't like to clean. Yeah, that's <laughs> I don't like to clean At a all. small house. I'm not going to like to clean a big house. No. no. Mine's mm -hmm. enough square footage. If I had 5,000 square feet, I'm definitely need, going to need to be rich enough to hire someone to do it for me. Do you think, though, too, in our market, um, the inventory in the 500 and, and up is higher also because people are right-sizing. So they're, like, moving into something less square feet because they can't handle it anymore. That's a good point. You know, also called downsizing. The kids have left. They're empty nesters, and so they don't need that much square footage anymore. And I would say, speaking to that price point too, and why things tend to sit longer, when you have that big of a budget, a lot of times you're going to be considering building and getting whatever you want right off the gun. So the home builders really give the pre-existing a big run for their money on that. Is that. Does this include new construction? I don't know if this absorption rates weed out new construction. To my knowledge, it includes the ones that are listed, but on those, you could go in and get under contract. It would never be listed. It wouldn't be on there. Gotcha. Right. Model homes. Okay. So yep. we're talking so, about things existing, model homes that are already built yes. for that price point. Or on MLS. I like the term right size, though, because we talk about upsizing, we talk about downsizing, and sometimes that might sound a little negative to be like, oh, are you downsizing? Um, and when kids move out, it's it's not really a negative. It's just making sure that you can keep up with the cleaning if it's a bigger house or... Um, things like that. It's yeah, just a different stage in life and got to find the house that fits you. Well, honestly, with 500 and up, you usually have a big yard. And when you are right sizing and your kids are gone, you don't have anybody to mow anymore. That's so true. Child yeah. labor, man. I haven't taken out the garbage in two years. <laughs> Can you come to my house? I can't wait. He for actually that is, he's actually like looking for things to do to make money. So keep that in mind. Oh, he can garbage, mow my yard. sweeping your garage. I've got a lawn to mow. Got a kid for hire, man. <laughs> All right, fifth garbage. graders are motivated. Just so you know, Ty is our seventh person on our team. Yeah, our honorary member. <laughs> honorary member. <laughs> he will be. Um, we're working on him doing videos where he's sign language, doing sign language. Yes, he knows sign language. He's so look for those. Profoundly hard of hearing, and so he really, um, he's fluent in sign language, and now he thinks that it'd be kind of cool to help people who can't hear as well, and maybe kind of in his shoes. And so he's kind of excited to learn new terms, too, because this will be a little bit of a new area for him. So if you know any terms or any tricks so he can be less nervous on camera, <laughs> hashtag, <laughs> look up hashtag and oh, the places you will go, G-O-E, and give him some advice. Yeah. So absorption rates, again, we'll post those, but they do change every month. Uh, you were talking about homes flying off the market. You know, I'm looking for clients around 185 to 210, and we've 
we there hasn't been a ton out there to look, but in Moorhead, we haven't been seeing multiple offers. Like we're taking a few days to think on one. And I informed the agent, which every, if you have a buyer's agent, they should keep in contact with an agent of a home that you're interested in, but they haven't gotten an offer yet. So, I mean, we, that's very rare in the summer to have 24 hours to think on it. Mm -hmm. Right. Moorhead is a little bit different market. And I'm wondering if that's really factoring into the metro area and if Fargo, West Fargo would be substantially different because we did have a close call in Moorhead and then they decided to go back to Fargo. So it was still a multiple, but Moorhead properties are sitting longer. And if you look at that price point of under 200 in Fargo and West Fargo, I'm guessing it's one because everything that okay. seems to be coming on the market in the last week or so has been Moorhead under 200. So this, the race we are talking about is metro area. So if you are interested in maybe knowing West Fargo, Strictly Moorhead, or Fargo, we do have those as well. Uh, we tend, we generally tend to just post the uh, metro area, but we can get that information for you if you like. So it's interesting to think that Moorhead, even though it's just a river dividing us, um, that it is kind of an untapped market. I feel like some people are really strict about, I just want to be in West Fargo. I just want to be in Fargo. I want to be in this area. Um, but you really can get a lot more house for the money in yeah. Moorhead if you're open to options. Trace is absolutely like, right. In most cases. And like, she's like, and she's right. And she's right. But you can get a lot more house, especially as you if start going into those higher price points, you can get like a mansion for 300,000, it seems like. Remember that house we saw on tour? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Holy. it was beautiful. Still in that was not what I thought. Okay, <laughs> stop it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I meant like stop touching the I mean like pause it, not like stop touching it. Stop it. <laughs> Maybe both. <laughs> okay, oh stop. My oh my God. I'm sweating. <laughs> oh, okay. oh man. Okay. Okay, so, so, what, so we kind of talked about what we're seeing in the market. Um, we, what, you, what were your tips to make um, your buyer stronger? Mm. You didn't have a multiple offer in Moorhead? Yeah, yep. we ran into several different multiple offer situations and tips to make them stronger, writing a letter to the homeowner. Absolutely. Um, get personal with it. I said, please handwrite it. She probably wanted to kill me because I think she's up to like 10 pages of handwritten <laughs> notes about why she loves a home. Um, a picture, pictures, she put together a beautiful collage of them and their family to kind of showcase who they are. And I also let them know their story, just saying, hey, they've lost out, they've lost out. This is exactly what they're looking for. Um, and we actually brought it up into her as a buyer need and someone was able to fulfill that in-house. So when I had a client as well, they were uh, multiple offers for a farmstead out of town and uh the we find out later that the seller was actually on the fence about selling altogether. So the handwritten note just detailed as their situation, what they saw when they first walked in, how they picture their life there. That's what really sealed it for the sellers, and they absolutely loved it. So if we ask you to write a, a note, ours wasn't handwritten, but if we ask you to write a note, trust me, it makes a difference. And when we say tour um, every week, our brokerage goes out to look at a house that we have listed, somebody in the office has listed. That's a really good opportunity for feedback for the sellers, but also to make these personal connections between agents to be like, I have a buyer who really needs something and we've been really struggling and to have another agent be like, I might have what you're looking for. So they didn't even have, that seller didn't even have to hit the market. They no. were just ready to sell. We found the perfect seller. It worked out for everybody. And it's so much less stress 
Yeah. And oh, sorry, Dom. You're less, less people uh, in your home too. So if we can sell it in house, better. Yeah. Well, and I think too, in your situation with the farmstead, that person lived there forever and they're very emotionally attached to that Absolutely. house and having to deal with a seller that maybe isn't ready for that next step in their life, but they need to. And just coming to terms with that. Sometimes that's hard to make that decision mm -hmm. that it's time to leave your farm. And they want to know who's taking over their Exactly. Home. They mm -hmm. want somebody that's going to that love they're it gonna as much it. as they yep. did. Yeah. yeah. That's a really good point, Tom. I also, not ever, it's not going to be for everybody. Some sellers will even refuse to look at it, but who cares? Try it. It doesn't hurt to try. No. Mm-hmm. So what are we seeing? What are the hot areas where people want to buy? North Fargo. North Fargo, definitely. West Fargo. South Fargo. <laughs> All over the Rural. 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 Country. <laughs> We're talking about country properties next year, next week. So I'm sure I'm going to have to say that word. Rural. Yeah, I'm gonna do a sound. Where's Clyde? Clyde? Where's Clyde? Okay, we're gonna, we Maybe should be at the farm. Uh, yes. I paused yes. it. Yeah. <laughs> this. Okay. Um, oh, we but, have lots of different hot areas, but I think it really comes down to you know each individual buyer too, because I feel like they're so committed to that area. They're, I want to be in West Fargo. They have a really good reason, and and that's it's hard to tell people otherwise or convince them otherwise. I wonder if we're going to see a change now that they are ripping the heck out of Cheyenne. Ugh. Some people are going down the wrong ways. Look at okay. Trace's PSA on Diamond <laughs> okay. Realty's page. Follow the signs, you guys. They know what they're talking about. <laughs> Don't follow traffic. Not all drivers pay, pay attention. attention. And I did not. I followed traffic, and I was a sheep. Cheyenne's getting torn up. She almost killed her client. I, oh, Everything's very getting torn understanding. up. Everything is getting torn up. And I see a lot of people who are like completely disgusted with how um, intrusive and how like bothersome the Cheyenne reconstruction is. But think about the equity in a few years. Think about how much easier it's going to be to get places in a few years. It might be inconvenient right now, but we're growing so quickly in that side of town that we need to be thinking that far ahead. I personally live right by Cheyenne and 32nd. And so that was a conversation my husband and I had. Do we sell before this, you know, issue of construction or do we wait it out? Because again, like Trey said, the equity in our home is going to go up because there's not going to be traffic bottlenecks anymore. Um, so if you're thinking, I want to stay away from there, it really is only what a two year project. Two -year project. Yep. And they're completely remember when 32nd was just a mess and now it's beautiful and easy mm -hmm. to get down hardly any traffic. So I recommend still looking over there. I love my neighborhood. I think if we upgrade, I want to stay in that area. Um, so West Fargo, if that's someplace you're contemplating, don't let the construction scare you away. And a couple of good things um, at our connection lunch on Tuesday, we had the West Fargo um, school, district. school district come in and speak about everything that's happening in the school district. And I think they really truly have the best interest in the future for mm -hmm. the kids in the, in the West Fargo school district. And then other things that are happening, they broke ground today for that Hornbachers. Yes. So oh, yeah. besides um, road construction, you're going to have, Construction, construction of hornbockers <laughs> on that corner, but they planned it out, and yep. it's going to be beautiful yep. when it's because it's going to be like, ta-da! Hornbockers is done, and Cheyenne is done. It's yes. going to be beautiful. Yeah, so, so they mm -hmm. did plan that out really well. They did put thought into that. Yep. And if you look at that, the the planogram for the on and off ramps of Cheyenne and um, Interstate, it's nice. It's going to make it flow so much better. 
Mm-hmm. So well, we all remember Moorhead. What was that? Two years oh ago, God, it was, was a nightmare, too. and now it's so it's much nice. easier, and people actually know how to merge over there. So it took. Well, it scared me the first couple times I took those exits off Eighth Street because you're going. You feel like you're going the wrong way. Okay. Yeah. yeah well, and, and it doesn't help like you got hit there. And then yeah. I got hit right there. <laughs> oh, a lot of bad feelings. Yep. Yeah. So no, but it, now that everybody knows how it works, it flows really well. Does it make your armpits itch whenever you go down? When I get nervous, you get sweaty. <laughs> Get the sweats. Get the get the vapors. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Well, Amber has an appointment at one, so let's let's move on. Um, so new construction versus existing. I kind of pulled up some stats because people are wondering: Should I build? Should I buy new existing? What's easier? Um, so it looks like our existing homes. We have nine hundred and seventy-four approximately for sale. That that's ruling out construction. Construction, and these are ones that are to be built, completed or under construction are about 331. So we're seeing more new pre, yeah, existing. thank you, <laughs> um, out there just because there's just more pre-existing homes out there, but we are seeing quite a bit of new construction. Also a lot of con- um, contractors are offering more benefits now oh, too. Oh yeah, there's a lot of really good promos happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Heritage still has their promo. You get it in, you get you know a few thousand dollars in upgrades. Who else has a really good one? Uh, Thompson, I think, is still doing the sod and the deck. Yep. But so we should also mention, since we are with Heritage and we're all elite oh, realtors. Oh, yes. Girl. Yes. What is an elite realtor, Don? Well, that means we've done extra training with Heritage and our buyers get $2,500 towards mm-hmm. upgrades yes. in our wow. new construction. That's not what I want. <laughs> yeah. Why am I in charge Woo. of these? So that is exciting. Yeah. It's exciting. It's a good deal. And, um, and Heritage is going to roll out some new styles or new. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They've got a new model. One new of my models. Clients is going to be building one of their brand new models that's not out yet. And we're so excited about it. Um, yeah. It's good yeah. stuff. So who else has? And that's at a, lo- a lower price oh. point than Heritage normally is at. Yes. If you wanted to speak to that a little bit, that's it's going to be great. It's on the DL. I don't know if we're supposed to tell well, you guys about it. Just it's don't tell us numbers. Yeah. Don't tell us numbers. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be the heritage home, a little bit smaller square footage, and it's just going to be that little bit lower price point because a lot of times people want to build heritage. They love the quality, but it's just a little bit outside their reach. Um, not only do we have lots coming out, like the Wilds, uh, 8th and 9th, really low specials compared to what's out there, um, but this price point is going to help people keep those new houses under 350 or so with the lot. So that's really exciting. I do think um, it should be clarified too is, so Heritage is a little bit higher price point if you're wondering why aren't I Luxury. getting much square footage. It's because of the quality that goes into the build. Um, they are very, very picky with their trades, the people that work on their houses. They they vet them. They don't just pick a group each summer. They because know. they're the cheapest. Exactly. Yeah. So and when you're getting, like, say that example that, Steve, when you were talking about oh, trim. White trim. I was like, why is white trim an upgrade? That sounds ridiculous. And he goes, because most people pre it's prefabricated they just staple it on um and and then it, and it, that's how it is but and you get those gaps you get like those some gaps. people probably have in their house and like you don't them. notice those gaps until somebody points them out but what heritage does is they put on their trim they paint it and then they will caulk and paint that so that it's flush there's no gaps there's not moisture getting in there pulling it apart um and now when i walk through some new builds i feel like that's all i see are gaps mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy when you, you see the quality when you get through different builders yeah yeah, yeah. so as you get into those new builders, you see the difference. And so just to finish, do know that um, they're not they're not sacrificing the quality of their trades just by going down right. to a lower point. Okay, good point. Yeah, um, and another builder in town, actually, 
I believe he's related to the owner of Heritage, designer homes. We just met with them and they are also kind of coming up with that more affordable mm -hmm. option in my Clients might be working on that. So that's so exciting. Check in again. Maybe somebody who you thought, I love this builder, I could never afford it. Maybe now you can. They're starting to change some stuff. Yeah. I think people get shell shocked with because they see that price point and then they see heritage, but they don't ask the questions about can I afford it in my budget? Right. Oh, base prices is a really good question mm -hmm. because so many of these models have upgrades and you're like, oh my gosh, four or five, six hundred thousand dollars for the dollars for this house. And then six lots probably super expensive. And then they have upgrades that they want to showcase. Yeah. Well, and I'm going to just give a shout out. Dilworth is building new de development on the east side of Dilworth. Mm -hmm. Their taxes are lower than Moorhead. Yep. You still get Moorhead School District if you want. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, yeah, it's just better, lower specials, lower taxes. So, And one other thing with these builders coming out, kind of cycling back a little bit, but coming out with these newer models that are a little bit more affordable, they don't have anything built yet. So if you can kind of time it right and you're not contingent, you could possibly have your home be a parade home and possibly get some extra incentives out of that builder to upgrade to granite or something like that. So contact us to help you work those angles. Definitely. Yep. Okay, we went on a total builder. We did. <laughs> and I feel like we could say so much about we'll that. So maybe we need that to be another podcast because yeah. I feel like that's something we're suddenly mm -hmm. very passionate about now that we more experience yeah if you'd like us to have a podcast on new construction the ins and outs we can have a speaker from our office who's very knowledgeable her name is gretchen uh, what is the name steve would be fun too. or steve or let's he'll, get steve oh, and gretchen he'll drink oh. with me <laughs> <laughs> it's sorry oh, gretchen no, I'm just kidding. okay okay um new okay so that's new construction versus existing existing the benefits of existing lower specials we talked about specials last week and that's a huge benefit um you're you know, grass is already grown. Mm -hmm. Usually your patio, you might even have trees. Yeah, somebody might yes. have put in those updates that um, you might not be able to afford right off of the new construction. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait mm -hmm. for it to be built. You can move right in. Move in ready. Cons, you might be in competition. Usually when you're building one from scratch and excavating, you know, the, the lot, um, that's yours. You're not um, worried about someone else coming. And older homes that I, I mean, I just realized this, have much shorter basements so when you have a client who's six foot seven <laughs> they might not fit in those older home basements and so those newer builds okay now can i do this one yes. so now we know no older homes for super tall clients yes is this nickname too super tall it is, it is too now tall. too tall too tall <laughs> okay okay no. so we that was kind of we just wanted to go over a market update and let you guys know what's going on in our in our area um we're going to have a buyers and blues, blues, buyers and blues. We could, it could be blues. blues. <laughs> we could do blue beer. Buyers we could play jazz. Blues. There blues. you go. We're going to have blues. buyers and brews in June. Uh, we don't have the for sure date yet. We're just getting everything figured out for that, but we're thinking probably the second week in June. So stay tuned. We'll let you know once that gets more solidified. Now that we are back from New Orleans, we had a great trip. Sorry, we took a week off there, but we will be getting back on our Tasty Tuesday tour. Yes, we yes. just want to remind... Christy Rasmussen Inglestead that she won the mangoes. Oh my god, I know her. Hit. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah you weren't here when um, we announced it. Christy, I'm just gonna hint to you if you don't listen to this ahead of time that you won next time I see you at Kwanis. Oh, oh yeah. funny. Okay, that's well, You should listen to our might, podcast. Listen to our podcast, she Christy. Might lose out on that mangoes gift certificate. It might go missing because <laughs> it was delicious. It was so queso. Good. And everybody thought we uh, didn't work when we were in New Orleans. How many offers did we write up? Oh, yeah. Yes. I think we all we basically all wrote up an offer yep. while we were gone. Yep. So we stayed super busy. We had so much fun. 
We have lots of pictures if anybody wants to check them out on our Facebook. I attempted to post mine in the family vacation I did it beforehand, and my Facebook is still saying that they are uploading. So uh, <laughs> Restart? And I wrote a really uh, neat thing, and I don't want to rewrite it, so I'm just hoping Facebook just will it Facebook, it we know you're listening. Fix yes. <laughs> Fix my, my album. Okay, next week's topic is rural properties. Rural, rural properties. Rural. You guys can find us at buysellfmhomes.com. What's this one? That's our outro. Oh, Okay, Facebook. Diamond Realty Associates, 701-526-4935. Hashtag stay classy, FM. You can stop it now. Okay, thanks, Grace.